welcome to Momentum Mondays with Nancy podcast. Get inspired. Break through to new dimensions with your entrepreneurial peers on the journey of self-leadership, mastery, and life success. Redefine how you lead as you redesign your business. I call this dual innovation leadership. You can take charge of who you next become. Feel more deeply to think, act, lead, and mentor more clearly and effectively. Discover something new from our meaningful conversation today. Welcome to We Mentor Mondays. I'm Nancy, and today's guest mentor is Dr. Daniel Libby, founded the Veterans Yoga Project in 2014. He conceived the idea in 2010 and thus emerged in Alameda, California, their mission to support recovery and resilience among veterans, military families, and communities, and they have national programs. Dan is very satisfied with finishing the Veterans Yoga Project after 12 years of being immersed in its founding and really uh, growing it to the level that it has, where he has put a lot in place in order to pass it on to the chief operations officer, uh, Rihanna Renner, and she's going to take over on January 1st of 2023. So welcome back, Dan, to our conversation. We're going to talk about leadership immersion and what all that is about. Fantastic. Okay. How are you feeling? Not bad, not bad. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, you're welcome. There's thoughts that I always think about talking with business owners. What takes precedent as a leader? Your mental health or your mission? I don't think it needs to be uh, an either or, but I, I think that more people are becoming more aware of their mental health. And thanks to the work that you're doing with veterans and training all these yoga teachers to raise awareness, uh, about the mind-body connection. What do you think about mental health and mission and kind of immersing yourself into something that you're passionate about and helping it grow up <laughs> into something? Uh, yeah, I think I have a lot of thoughts about that. Um, as, a, as a psychologist um, and as a clinician, uh, I remember about five or six years ago where there seemed to be this shift where culturally uh, there was just more anxiety, you know, especially around the 2016 elections and working uh, at a vet center noticed uh, an uptick in sort of stress and burnout among others in my field, right, among my colleagues. Noticing that burnout in myself and in those around me, partly what we did with Veterans Yoga Project is we created a program called Mindful Resilience for Compassion Fatigue, where we teach those whose mission is to care for veterans we teach them about the difference between burnout and vicarious trauma and compassion fatigue and and what are the tools and understandings that you can use to prevent compassion fatigue and instead you know enhance your compassion satisfaction enhance your uh, your ability to care for others and uh, achieve your mission mindfully um, but with resilience as we started to bring this program to clinicians it was very clear to me that the same thing was happening outside of just the healthcare system right we're certainly at a place there's a healthcare um, crisis in this country as far as having staff that aren't burnt out um, yeah. and who aren't fatigued um, in many different disciplines. Whether your mission is taking care of a veteran as a clinician or a yoga teacher, or whether your mission is leading a uh, an organization or a business uh, or leading a team of people, life is challenging um, for yourself and for those people on your team. 
And so to ignore mental health, right, is, you know, kind of at your own peril, right? So the first step is just awareness and acknowledging that, hey, this stressful thing is happening either outside of this work situation or within this work situation. And by understanding that, and I think this is essentially what good leaders do, right, is good leaders are able to do just that, right? They're able to yeah. manage their own mental health and balance the mission. And that's way easier said than done. And <laughs> yeah. uh, there's lots of tools and there's, you know, lots of programs out there and different ways to do that. But essentially that almost has to be the mission. And you're, it's not just your own personal mental health, right? So as ED of Veterans Yoga Project, right? I have my own life challenges and, you know, trying to keep my own sanity and balance that with, right, the fact that sometimes you do need to put 10 or 12 hours into and you have to, you know, deal with stuff that you don't want to deal with as an entrepreneur. Like you have to do it when you have to do it. You're balancing that with not only your mental health and your need for, you know, sometimes you just have to close the laptop and, you know, uh, eat a meal or, or, you know, go to sleep, right. um, balancing that. But then you also have to consider that for your team, right? For the people that are working with and for you. And how do you set, you know, just organizational processes and procedures up so that, you know, you're getting the most out of your staff, but you're also in a, in a certainly in the nonprofit world, especially, or at least in my experience, and in maybe it's just our organization, but people work their, their butts off. And um, sometimes caregivers, we know, spend more time doing things for others than taking care of themselves. Yeah. Right? So if you have people that work for you who are really good at doing their job, but not so good at taking care of themselves, right. You know, that you're on a path towards, you know, where they're going to burn out or, you know, where worse outcomes are going to manifest than if you nip it in the bud and you try to encourage uh, ongoing regular balance between mental health and over the last 12 years in your leadership of the Veterans Yoga Project, did you ever find yourself uh, compromising uh, your mental health in order to achieve your mission? <laughs> did I ever not? <laughs> um, uh, no, I, 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 um, uh, you know, that's interesting, you know, part of um, why I made this decision is because my situation and my experience um, for the past 12 years, my own personal identity and who I am was so wrapped up in this organization. Yeah, right? I'm the founder, I'm the leader, right? I do all the trainings and um, it's given me something to obsess about and focus on, which has been great, and especially through the pandemic and through stresses, like to have something with such mission and purpose and value and, you know, that juice to, yeah. to obsess yeah, about. Right. You know, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed that I've had this organization to to be there for that. Partly um, what I'm looking forward to doing is really separating and, um, and uh, individuating or re-individuating myself outside of having my own sense of self-worth and acknowledgement and all these stuff, it centers around this organization. So as a founder, at least in my case, right, it's not just only the mental health of, you know, working too much and playing too little or, you know, just having too much on your plate, but in some weird way, Veterans Yoga Project has always been a reflection on me. And so I take, yeah. have taken a lot of it too personally. Yeah. Right. So when when my staff is doing X, Y or Z, right, and or things happen or something gets messed up, I take it personally because it's a, you know, yeah. And so 
there's all of that sort of other side of the mental health balancing with the mission issue that I, for myself, find myself uh, exploring and trying to understand. Yeah. Well, and I think that is worth exploring and um, like giving yourself, I, I like the fact that you're giving yourself like, uh, you know, so you're done on December 31st um, and you're not taking any calls or anything for three months. So from the first quarter um, next year to kind of give yourself permission to just explore what it's like for Dan to just be Dan. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, essentially my job will to be um, to get as healthy as I can. Right? Yeah. My my mission for those three months is to uh, yeah focus on something other than Veterans <laughs> Yoga Project. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I imagine you'll continue. You know, doing yoga and meditating, and um, you'll probably do a lot with your daughter and wife, and you know, travel or something. Well, one of the things I've always wanted to do, Nancy, was a ten day meditation retreat. Oh. Uh, of a a retreat. And so I've got myself uh, currently waitlisted, um, but hopefully we'll be attending a 10-day uh, meditation retreat, which is something I've always wanted to do. And, you know, when do you ever have 10 days to do that? So, um, so yeah, I really, I, I look forward to ex- deepening my own practice yeah, in a I, way that's untied from the whole business nonprofit side of it. Yeah. I um, have a few yoga teachers in my life who do the 10 day retreat, like, you know, once a year, mm. it's really incredible. Um, this is a silent retreat, so there's no talking, you know, you're just really, uh, with a lot of other people, um, you know, contemplating and doing meditations together. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Yeah. Um, from what I understand, it's, uh, 10 days where it's not only, you know, you're not speaking, but you're, uh, no reading, no writing, Really, you don't do anything other than meditate. Uh, you're not oh, even wow. supposed to apparently really, apparently not even really supposed to acknowledge other people or even like hold the door for them. Like, and you're really supposed to like, like as if you're there by yourself, just focusing inward the whole time. Again, I, this is, uh, you know, as I'm understanding it, I can tell you more, you know, next year after I've completed the experience. Yeah, it would be um, interesting to talk with you about it. It sounds very tr- intriguing and, and very hard at the same time. But after COVID, I, I feel like we're used to being isolated, so... <laughs> Um, I have to admit, I'm a little scared, actually. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, to sit that much and, you know, it's uh, from what I've heard other people's uh, recounting of their experience, it is, it can be very profound and it can be very challenging. Yeah, even more so if you can't like write um, and read, those are Mm -hmm. such, you know, uh, regular forms of how we express ourselves if we're not talking, right, or... (laughs) conversing uh, with people or um, interacting. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that sounds fantastic. So what month are you doing that? February. February. Okay. And where, what's the retreat center? Um, There's a, uh, there's a website that uh, lists all of the, um, kind of like the official Vipassana uh, retreats and they have them all over the country. Um, at different times, and the one that sort of fits uh, appropriately into my schedule. So even though I don't have any time off, I seem to have a full schedule anyway already in the first quarter <laughs> of next year. Um, <laughs> all the family things and, 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 and whatnot. But So they have these that are all around uh, the country. Uh, I'm currently uh, listed on 
one for that's in Texas, and there's another one in Illinois that uh, I'll be trying to register for when the registrations open up. But yeah, so that'll just be sort of one of the the things that I um, that I try to do with these three months as I really deepen my own practice and. Um, bring that balance between mission and mental health all the way over to the other side and really just delve into my own mental, physical well-being. Um, And that way, when I reemerge to find my new mission, I'll reemerge to find my new mission. (laughs) The the intention, yes. Yeah, because when you discover a mission, I mean, you're totally all in. (laughs) So this is a big process. And that's what, um, you know, I guess part of me is a little anxious about is I don't know that I could ever find such rewarding work. I mean, the work we do at BYP is really just incredible. Yeah. And um, and witnessing those transformations from post-traumatic stress to post-traumatic growth, from right anxiety to resilience, all that, like among people that are just uh, amazing human beings, that's fun. That's fulfilling. It's yeah. very rewarding. And so, um, uh, part of me uh, is is looking forward to finding a mission that is as fulfilling and rewarding. Yeah, that sounds really worthwhile and fun to kind of have the opportunity to explore that. Yeah. Express, you know, different aspects of who you are as a human being, figuring that out and kind of seeing what you're um, engaging in. Is there anything else you're feeling as you're um, finishing out this year that you're feeling like as you start reflecting on your leadership or just some real gems of lessons from when you made the decision five months ago to pass on the leadership to where you're at now? You, It sounds like you've got the right person who's leading and the right team that you've been working with for a long time. You've got a supportive board of directors in place. And so you're actually passing it on in like the best possible scenario. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It feels that way. Um, and and that was intentional. Again, uh, you know, I've been thinking about this for a while and uh, gave the board six months notice so that we could, you know, take the time and do it right. And the organization is in uh, the right place. As far as you know, sometimes I feel like sometimes joked that I was sort of the reluctant leader of this nonprofit organization. It wasn't anything I really intended to do. Uh, I've learned a lot about leadership, and that's from somebody, right? The very basics, right, is just um, just to allow people to be who they are, right? To to support them um, and put them first. I guess. I, I guess. One of the things I've been feeling lately and, you know, over the course of the past 12 years, so many people have come through this organization as volunteers, as staff, and there have been so many people that have made this organization what it is. Mm. And my regret, if I have it, or what my wish is that I would have spent more time valuing all of those relationships Mm. and valuing those people at the time I tend to be very mission focused and it's just about the mission. And I sometimes forget the person in front of me. Uh, Hopefully I've gotten a little bit better, uh, you know, get older and wiser, but to really remember that these, like the mission is the people in front of you, right? This is the mission. Like this is our veterans, families and communities, like right in front of me, every single person that I'm working with. And so if I had a piece of advice, that would be it is to, um, to remember the people in front of you. And- yeah, I think that's really good and wise. I also 
think giving yourself some credit, you had to immerse yourself in it to really get it off the ground. And you didn't know, um, you've never done anything like this before. And so, you know, everything was so new. If you moved into another leadership role where maybe you founded something else um, that had such a strong mission and you could do a lot with, I think that because you know more of what it takes and what's involved, I just think you would be able to see the the people in front of you more easily because it's not quite as consuming as it was the first time around. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. You know, it's like when I, even when I'm learning something new here, you know, there's just so many little things that I would have done differently had I started learning this again, um, as far <laughs> as, you know, the editing, pro- that's even the small things of um, editing a project and, and who, you know, in working with others, you know, how can I continuing to make it uh, feel good, like in how we handle ourselves at the end. And there must have been a whole plethora of things that you've done well to be able to, to have so little regrets or so few. Yeah, yeah, I think, um, you know, there's, you know, the whole attitude that, right, you should want to fail in life, right? Yeah. Every time you fail at something, right, you're learning. That's the whole thing. Like, don't be afraid to do something because you're afraid of failure. That's a lesson that didn't always come so natural to me and still doesn't, but I think is an important one. And we did, we did a lot of throwing it up against the wall to see what sticks kind of, and just, you know, trying things and, you know, falling flat on our face. But certainly I have learned so much from all these experiences that I never, never knew that I, you know, uh, would have or ever learn about. Yeah. So, um, well, and that's the, blessed. yeah. And that's the journey of entrepreneurship is, you know, constantly trying out, you know, the innovation part, trying out to see what will work for people and what will work mm-hmm. for the organization and what would work to, um, train all these yoga teachers and how can the government participate more, which is also one of the things, um, a, a major win. And in our last conversation, you were also reflecting on, you know, counting your wins, Um, Mm. And that there's a lot of them. And I I think that what's wonderful about knowing you, the little part that I know of you um, over the years, just watching you, that because of your mission focus, uh, you drove a lot of change. And Mm. having that degree of of focus also created a lot of wins for everybody Mm. along the way in advancing programs and helping more people so that they can go from post-traumatic stress to post-traumatic growth. I mean, that's huge. And yeah, yeah, so um, I'm just excited, like, you know, your takeaways, like when you go about to do something, you really did it in a huge way and to the best of your ability. And you involved all these people in the process. And some of those relationships, I imagine, will also be, you know, people that you miss, you know, during this next phase. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, one, yes, I um, I mean, I have lifelong friendships that I've built and that, uh, you know, even though I'm going to go offline for a period of time, I'm so blessed to uh, have met, uh, you know, people that are going to be lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can look back and there are a lot of wins and I've been really fortunate. People have sent me cards and, and notes and little video tributes uh, over the past few uh, weeks and months for me to just sit back and let that be right. And, um, 
uh, I'm good at discounting my wins and yeah, okay, whatever, but we still have this to do. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Great. But okay, let's get back to work. Um, And so now (laughs) just sort of reflecting on the wins and having people reflect that back to me, um, I'm just, I'm I'm accepting it and, and accepting the gratitude that they're sharing with me, which doesn't necessarily come natural, but it comes easy and yeah, it's, it's rewarding. Um, Yeah. And it's, uh, humbling at the same time. And a, a person who didn't see themselves as a business owner. I mean, you were able to become the leader that you had envisioned yourself to be doing whatever it take, learning everything about operating a business and nonprofit and organizing board. And, uh, you know, there's just, uh, you know, website development and, you know, there's just so many things that you really did well. And that, well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I love these kind of stories, right? Where we've done a lot to do the right thing and you've made a, a legacy behind that will live on. And that's the, um, yeah. And yeah, that, that's another part that I'm proud of. Like, yeah, like this is going to continue to go and it's probably going to run better without me and it's going to continue to do what I wanted it to do. Yeah. Yeah, Cause you had a unique skill set in order to build it up, uh, with over the 12 years. And then the next person coming in, she has another skill set. Rihanna, Mm -hmm. and um, she can take it from there. I I think there are different places in which we enter into our lives and develop things that are specifically for our skill set that help. And the fact that you're not just continuing on just to continue on, that you really are realizing, yeah, this is where um, my part of the leadership ends, and this is how I can prepare to pass it on to the next generation, and still can be the founding member and still maybe find a place, you know, along this next year that will be satisfying for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been wonderful. Thanks for, again, for sharing um, this part of your journey with us. I just really uh, appreciate you and um, just the leader that you are and the human being that you are and the gifts that you've given the world. Carry on, well, thank my friend. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> you so much. I really, um, uh, I very much appreciate you um, holding the space for me to um, to share this story. Uh, thank you. Great. All right. And thanks for tuning in. And I hope you gathered some great insights into how you can make your immersion process and your transitions and your focus, elevate the focus in your life to become the leader that you envision yourself to be. expand your leadership skills and become more resilient and competent as a business owner? Do you want to bring more meaning to your relationships and more purpose to your business? Are you ready to take charge of how you innovate, create, and run your business? Our dual innovation leadership process will help you redefine how you lead as you redesign your business. We collaborate with you to do what will work for you as you evolve and change. We start with where you are, whether you are turning around a financial crisis, growing to the next level, or somewhere in between. We address your immediate needs, shore up business development gaps, expand relational literacy, and build upon your entrepreneurial leadership skill sets with the short-term results orientation and a long-term perspective. 
Start by subscribing to this podcast at WeMentor.com or anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you are ready to hire a mentor, contact me at Nancy at WeMentor.com. When we mentor, you create better life and a more fulfilling future. As an entrepreneurial leader slash innovator, as a competent business owner slash practitioner, as a mentor slash role model, and as a human being courageously living a meaningful life. As Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. Get involved today. It's never too late to change your life and how you lead.